everybody, this is Esme. Just wanted to give you a little taste of what our new podcast is going to be. It's Cross Realm Podcast, your gaming and entertainment podcast hosted by Cross Realm Rebellion Gaming Group members. You can subscribe to the show. Um, we will be up on iTunes shortly, and I got to get it out to Stitcher, and I believe it's on Pocket Cast right now. It's on its way to Google Play and iTunes and all that jazz. But it's fresh and it's new and it's kind of a hybrid of like what we did anyways with our rated extras. But now you get it every week. So you may have noticed that our rated arcs are like between an hour to an hour and a half now. That's because we're recording two shows back to back days, Thursday and Friday. So you're not really out anything. We just divided our time into two shows because really sitting down for like six hours and eight hours to twice. No, that's just not doable. So we have our rated arc is going to remain on this feed. And we, um, nothing has changed. And if you like what you hear on uh, Cross Realm Cast, make sure you search us out and find us. It's just Cross Realm Podcast. That's it. It's, we are your gaming and entertainment podcast. So I hope to see you soon. This is our taster episode, our very first one. I'm going to put on the Rated Arc feed and all that jazz. So you guys have a great day. Hope your weekend's doing great. I'm out of here. Bye. Welcome to Cross Realm Cast, our open gaming discussion podcast. Today is March 2nd, 2018. We are a CRR gaming group hosted podcast. You can reach the show by emailing at crossrealmrebellion at gmail.com. You can tweet the show at crossrealmpod on Twitter. You can grab the RSS feed, get our show notes, anchor.fm, that's A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash cross realm podcast and apply to join us in game at crossrealmrebellion.com and now to introduce tonight's crew i'm cricket and uh i'm one of the new ones here uh so next i believe esme hello hello and then we have cyber judge hello passenger sidecar we have big blue big blue howdy howdy Unofficial designated wingman. That's right. He is our wingman. We want to, um, we, we're down foe. He got called into work because of a flood. We're down with Electron because he's sending some farewell love to his friend who's going somewhere to do something. And the Gigabyte had a family emergency, so we hope everybody's okay and all that jazz. We're going to get started into our show. We're going to be start talking about all the things. <laughs> All right, Cyber Judge, you're going to get us started. What have you been up to? All right, so um, I started uh, deciding to try my luck at streaming, and I don't think I do a very good job at it. I forget to speak and stuff like that, but um, <laughs> I've um, decided to start streaming Pillars of Eternity, so I just bought it off of um, Humble Bundle, so they had a Humble Bundle going on, and um, I'm like, okay, for 8 bucks Canadian, uh I'll buy it. <laughs> and uh, so I installed Pillars of Eternity. It's uh, very similar to the classic D&D games like Baldur's Gate and Neverwinter Nights. Uh, it's developed by Obsidian uh, Entertainment and published by uh, Paradox. Um, I'm really uh, still early in the game uh, simply because I'm trying to stream every time I play and I don't want to uh, 
like just go on for a half an hour stream. So I've, I've been trying to just do it when I can stream for like an hour or two uh, and play. And then that's the only time I'm going to play so that everything is captured and it's sequential what I'm uh, when somebody decides to watch. Um, but uh, I'm playing uh, Elf Ranger. I have a wolf companion. So uh, and doing all the things rangers do. <laughs> Uh, and I, I am streaming it on, on Mixer, so mixer.com slash cyberjudge. And, uh, uh, yeah, uh, basically, uh, to give you an idea of what it is, I'll just read what Wikipedia uh, had uh, about uh, Pillars of Eternity. It's a role-playing video game developed by Obsidian and published by Paradox. Uh, it was released for uh, Microsoft Windows, the Mac OS, uh, 10 and Linux on March uh, 26, 2015, so it's a few years old. Uh, the game is the spiritual successor to Baldur's Gate and Icewind Dale series, along with Planescape Torment. Uh, Obsidian started a crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter uh, for this game in September 2012. Uh, the campaign raised over 4 million US, wow. uh, which was the highest funded video game at that time. Uh, the game uses the Unity engine, so um, it's pretty neat if you like those kind of D&D style uh, games. Um, I'm having a good time. I'm just, Like I said, I'm very early on, but it's kind of that top, more like top down, like zoomed out more uh, uh, kind of game. You click to move. Um, kind of Diablo-ish? Yeah, kind of. But yeah, they're all kind so of the same, right? <laughs> so I always get confused between Pillars of Eternity and Path of Exile, because I think they came out around the same time or at least i started hearing about them around the same time and okay. i had friends that kept talking about oh yeah poe is such a great game poe is such a great game and i was always like well which poe are you talking about and i still don't know if they were oh, you know talking about yeah. one and then the other at different times because from what i've heard both are pretty good uh path of exile um which i i did play that one a little bit um is pretty much a you know it's a, a another diablo style game Yes, yeah. you know, with just you know, a few more classes. Some people say it's it out Diablo's Diablo um, in some ways, but I have Pillars of Eternity. I just haven't played it yet, so um, I look forward to hearing what you think about it, and maybe I'll actually break it out and play it. And that's yeah, so a good deal. Um, you said you only paid eight bucks Canadian for it. Yep. Yeah, because it's um, oh, for the Hero Edition, it's twenty nine ninety nine on Steam right in. And it goes up from there. So right. eight bucks is a really good, really yeah. good deal. So it was the their, they had the Paradox collection. So it came with Pillars of Eternity, uh, Stellaris. Wow. Um, I forget what other games I got with it, uh, but uh, yeah, I got. And that single player, or am I looking at a different version of Pillars of Eternity? Pillars of Eternity. I, I'm playing it single player. I'm not. I don't recall if they have a a multiplayer um, component to it or not. But I'm playing it single player. Um, yeah, I'm not sure either. I think it's. I think it's a single player. I'm pretty sure it I know, is. Just I know the player, other yeah. POE is multiplayer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The the other one the, um, that you mentioned, the other POE. Yeah, I played that one as well, and it's focused on being on, an online kind of Diablo-like game. But no, this one is, I think, uh, very uh, focused on single player. And like I said, I don't, I don't think they even have a multiplayer uh, line uh, or part component to it. Um, they did just come out with or announce i don't know if it's out yet but pillars of eternity 2 as well so um it might be something i end up looking at after i finish if i like the the first game cool so 
Uh, that's uh, I just picked one game to talk about, but yeah. Uh, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about because I got into the beta for this, and I, um, I, I thought it was a very interesting thing. It's the uh, Nvidia GeForce Now. Um, it's basically a a way for gamers to play some of the higher end games without needing that high end PC. Uh, it essentially streams the game uh, from the Nvidia powered machines. Uh, to your screen and takes uh, your keyboard and mouse inputs um, to move your character and stuff. But the processing is all done on their side and then just they return the image or what have you. It's uh, I haven't noticed when I've, I've only done it a few times just to test it. I haven't noticed any like la- major lag or anything. Um, it's been uh, pretty cool. I'm thinking if there's ever time where my main com- computer goes down and I just have my laptop, it would be cool to be able to just fire up the GeForce now and be able to still continue playing without a, a decent computer. Um, uh, you do have to own the game, so it's not like a streaming service, um, but uh, it, it connects to uh, the Blizzard launcher, it cl- connects to Steam, uh, I believe it cl- connects to Origin, so if you own games on any of those, um, you can stream them. Uh, but they do have specific games that they they call their supported games, where basically, like for example, Ark is one of their supported games. And uh, so when I go when I open up uh, the GeForce Now uh, and I say I want to play Ark, uh, any updates and stuff are instantaneously. It's like they already have an image of it on their server, and they just kind of move the image to your game machine or what have you, and it's like instantaneously you're up and running. Um, I did notice, like, playing on our servers where we have all the uh, mods and stuff, it has to actually download the mods every time I open up uh, Arc on the GeForce Now, so it's not like it saves the the mods, it's just saving the basic image of the game, and then any extras it has to download. Um, but it it's downloads them fairly fast, um, and it allows you to play, uh, and I didn't notice any big issues with it i don't know has anybody else tried any of these streaming services like force or i know there's a few out there i was gonna say while you were describing it it reminded me of the one we were talking about last year was it something like crystal something i was just trying to google it liquid sky that's i don't know liquid crystal i don't know why i thought of it yeah liquid (laughs) sky was the one that i remember um i was talking about um, that allowed people that had maybe like a lower end computer, um, but want to play some of the higher end games that they could subscribe and then essentially play off from that um, Liquid Skies servers or equipment like remotely. Yep. So yeah, no, that's I, I, crazy I that Nvidia is doing been, that. Yeah, I haven't been tracking this at all, but uh, I mean, it, it sounds essentially just like the thin client uh, architecture you see in a lot of. Uh, a lot of workforces now, especially a lot of big corporate workforces, um, where you know it costs a lot of money to keep uh, doing lifecycle replacements for you know higher end computers um, for people. So they you know so they go on with this where they just have the server host the stuff and they use virtual machines. You know so then they can load everything up in the background and they can just give people uh, you know the thin client machines and allow them to do it. So that's kind of interesting. Um, did you notice any type of uh, input lag uh, at all since you had to send your input da- you know, down to their servers before it actually did anything? I didn't. Like, I played a little bit of Arc um, on our server, on uh, Fell's server there, um, and 
it ran, I, I'm tempted to say, even better than what it runs when I run it locally on my machine. Wow. So, um, wow. It, it was pretty impressive. And uh, uh, they haven't announced their pricing from what I see. Um, they're just saying right now in the beta it's free and they don't have a date when it's the beta is going to end. But I got lucky. I signed up when I heard that they were going to be doing a beta. I went and signed up on the NVIDIA website and um, I got into their beta last uh, last month or uh, probably yeah middle beginning or middle of February and I've done it a few times my my computer here's a decent machine so I haven't really needed it <laughs> but um, I like playing around and seeing what seeing what the new technologies are and I'm wondering is this gonna be the future of gaming where you don't have to have that especially now with the uh, cryptocurrencies causing the right video card prices this goes through the roof um, is this now a way like if my video card dies would it be more cost advantage for me to just get a lower end pc and just go with this streaming type of service um rather than forking over the money to get a new uh like 1060 or 1070 video card well that that's a good point honestly because um that does really make uh, a barrier to entry for anybody who wants to get into gaming or even upgrade their computers that's that's really interesting that more and more services like this would be offered and i'm still really impressed that it's nvidia <laughs> like i didn't yeah. even i didn't even hear about it i have nvidia the whole geforce thingy i didn't even hear about this this beta thingy that's what i'm thinking now that you're saying this i'm kind of getting surprised at what i'm hearing nvidia doing as far as the uh kind of fir you know firmware uh or uh you know, extra software things that they're doing because uh like one of the things that I've talked about a few times, uh, I think I mentioned it in one of our, uh, maybe in the, in the last Raid Arc podcast a little bit, or one of them was the uh, the NVIDIA Freestyle that they have now, which um, I like to play with during Arc, where you know it does the, you know the, the, the you know the changes in rendering, uh, you know at playtime. So it's, you know the extra software that goes on, so that way if you're if you are live streaming, it's allowing you to put extra effects in on your live stream as opposed to having to do the the post uh, editing for your stuff to add in you know, all kinds of special effects. And even if it's just you know, like I said, I'm not using it for streaming, but I'm using it for my own you know game playing because it makes some of the stuff you know you know pop you know pop even better with the uh, the color variations you can do and. I mean, if, if you want to, you know, I've noticed a number of games, I think ARC's one included, they have options for, like, film grain and all that. I'm guessing they, they do it for streamers, but I don't know if people ever actually play it in that mode normally. But if that's some of the stuff you can do if you want to have kind of a different kind of cinematic experience as you're playing your game. You know, you can do different effects like that. You can have, it like, a black and white or sepia or, you know, all kinds of extra extra effects. So I'm just surprised to see NVIDIA's getting into so much extra type of things because I always just think of them as making graphics cards and the drivers go with it. Yeah. Well, you got to wonder because they have their NVIDIA Shield, right? They're, they have, I think they have the tablet version and then they have their like, like the gaming box. Uh, it's basically an Android box. I believe have one. So I, Oh, you mean the Switch? Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to think if they have this NVIDIA Video GeForce Now service available on their Shields, they could easily say look we you can play all these uh uh games like uh that the your xbox one can play on our shield because they're now essentially streaming the game and 
basically that that machine that you have in your house all it has to do be able to do is have a high speed internet to process the uh um the video that's a good point um <laughs> we, we luminin gets to join us what's up I, guys I, yay and uh dragoon down he he thinks he can't do a cross realm cast because because he just plays arc and i'm like um that i'm you can still talk about arc on cross realm cast <laughs> And you, you can justify it as you're playing across different realms in Ark. You're playing on Ragnarok and Aberration. Right. Boom. Yes. <laughs> what I, we were just talking with uh, CyberJudge. He was telling us about uh, NVIDIA's new GeForce uh, streaming. It's in beta, though, right? Or the, yes, like a is. streaming service? Yep. Um, like, is it streaming like what we do on Twitch or Mixer? Or is it streaming like, like you said, Liquid Sky, where you remotely it's, access a supercomputer to play? It's lo- like, like Liquid Sky. Uh, yeah. I found it was a lot easier than Liquid Sky, so I did. Uh, I w- I'm in the beta for Liquid Sky too, or I don't know if they're calling it a beta or not. But uh, I found their beta like you had, you still had to watch advertising and stuff to earn so many credits to be able to um, uh, get so much play time on their lowest end machine. Where uh, Nvidia is doing it, where I don't have to do anything. I just am in the beta. They're not charging anything for it right now. They said it's uh, free until the beta is over, and then they'll be announcing pricing. Um, but I open it up, and it asks me to pick uh, uh, which game service I want, like Steam or or Blizzard, uh, the Blizzard launcher, and then I go in there, and I can pick games. And they show their popular games, so I just fired it up now. So like when I load up, it says games, and it says most popular, and it has... PUBG, Fortnite, Overwatch, Rainbow uh, Six Siege, Counter-Strike, and League of Legends is their most popular ones. But then I can click on my library, which basically shows the games I've already said that I want to play. So I've uh, got Ark and Seven Days to Die showing. So I could click, I own both of those. So you do have to own them. So if I tried clicking on like for, uh, Overwatch, for example, it probably wouldn't let me do it because I don't have... I, I don't have it purchased. Right. So you <clears> sign <throat> into your own account once you're logged into their service. Yeah. So when I like I, when I pick to play uh, Arc, it makes me sign in with my Steam account, um, and then signs me into Steam uh, that way, um, and then it starts uh, streaming uh, the Arc uh, game. Uh, and uh, yeah, like I, I said earlier, it's almost the uh, better. Uh, it almost was a better experience than running it from my local machine. So, um, wow. yeah. So one thing I'm beginning to wonder now, since you mentioned you know, Overwatch, you know that being a you know definitely a you know competitive game where you know it's PvP only, um, mm-hmm. makes me wonder if it's going to make it more or less susceptible to people running uh, like front end hacking type thing, you know, different mods and all that, um, because you know they're they would have some type of masking, you know, from the actual Blizzard servers in, in that case, you know, and might make it hard to ban and all that stuff. I'm, I'm just wondering what, you know, what it'll do with that because, you know, any type of competitive PvP type thing, you're going to have people trying to take every advantage they can. And uh, I think probably a lot of people would stay away from it because, you know, kind of the same people who use the mechanical keyboards and, you know, make sure not never use wireless, you know, devices if they're the high-end you know, competitive stuff because the, you know, the milliseconds count when it mm-hmm. comes to the Twitch mm-hmm. things like that. Um, so I think they would probably be in the same boat unless, you know, they can have some type of advantage where by having that, you know, that streaming data coming from there, if it 
I wonder if it's going to make it more, like I said, more susceptible to them being able to have some type of traffic sniffer or something or something extra on their computer that is manipulating, you know, their input from that to the other server or, or something. You know, just, just curious, you know, about that stuff. As yeah. I always say, you know, those damn PVPers. <laughs> I don't know that GeForce is using this service to target those competitive players. Um, competitive players, I think they all have their massive gaming rigs with the uh, 1080s or the 1070 Ti video cards and latest and greatest. I think the whole point of these streaming game services are for those uh, casual gamers who want to be able to play the latest, greatest games, but can't necessarily uh, afford the latest and greatest technology. Um, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That, yeah, that's the, the target audience, unless they, unless they find that it's going to be advantageous to them to uh, to use it. Sure. I'm curious to see how it takes off. Cause I remember when uh, the like downloading games on like Xbox or what have you. At first, people were kind of resistant because they liked that hard copy and they were afraid they'd lose that copy that they downloaded later on down the line. So I'm kind of curious to see how well this takes off. Yeah, well, that was a big thing, right, with the Xbox One, right? When they initially announced the Xbox One, it was going to be all digital. There's going to be no no discs or anything. And then uh, Microsoft had to back away from that when uh, because there was such an uproar and uh, when they first announced the Xbox. So kind of interesting now that these services are now coming out and attracting interest. Yeah, one of the things I was yeah. saying, I think it was before you guys uh, came in here, is uh, it, you know, it sounds very similar to the format that's used in a lot of uh, corporate architecture with the, um, the not, not cloud, uh, thin client architecture. And uh, so I wonder, you know, they're probably learning a lot from that, I'm going to guess, just, you know, yeah, you know, the the mistakes and the trials and tribulations that are are dealt with there. Um, so, you know, they have that to, you know that experience to go on, which would be good for them. Well, that is really cool. It's pretty neat that this is an option because I think that is a lot of uh, reason why I have like seventy eight friends on my Arc. Like when I go to play Arc, it's like you have seventy eight friends that own this game, and I maybe have like five of them that are playing it still, <laughs> or like maybe maybe like you know like five that I see playing. And I think a lot of it was people bought, like, you know, game the game and was like, well, damn, my computer can't even run this. It, and so it's so frustrating that, you know, there's so, so I think this is cool that there's a lot of games out there that are really cool that a lot of people buy and they're like, well, what the hell? I can't even run this on my computer and I don't want to have to upgrade just to play like one game or whatever. So the stuff like this is going to be a game changer, I think, or it, it'll definitely seal the gap for for a lot of games, yep, in my opinion. I agree. That's cool. I'm just hoping too many people aren't, like, cautious about it. Too cautious, yeah. I should say. I, I don't know that you'd really be out anything, so it's almost like they'd it almost behoove them to be, like, try a week for free. You know what I mean? And then, yep. like, go from there. That'd be really cool if they did something like that. They're going to have to really hit that price point, right? Yeah. Like they're going to they're gonna have to do, like, a Netflix mo- like pricing yeah. model or something I like agree. that, right? Yeah, definitely. It'd be like, you can play a half an hour and then you have to listen to a commercial. <laughs> Yeah. Oh gosh, no! I know that'd be horrible. <laughs> like Hulu is like, do you want the seven dollars special where you have to listen to like four commercials in between, or do you want no commercials for fifty bucks? Oh, not? don't even start me on on Hulu because 
you know, because they started off, they had Hulu where it's like, okay, you could listen to it, you know, and then you get the commercials, but then we have Hulu Plus, they'll get rid of the commercials. And then a couple of years later, oh no, Hulu Plus now doesn't have commercials. Hulu Plus just allows you to use Hulu on other devices. You have to have Hulu Plus Plus oh, in God. order to not get commercials anymore. Sure. I was just like, are you freaking kidding me? You're going right. to charge me a service and still... You have your commercials in there. It's like, right. It's, it's, Gotta it's love that plus I, plus. I cut them. Exactly. Plus plus. Good lord. I mean, I didn't call it plus plus. That's no, just yeah, what I called it. Right. But yeah. I, I mean, I guess <laughs> it's not much different than cable charging you and then making you watch commercials. But I mean, the whole reason I'd gotten Hulu Plus was to get rid of those commercials. And I guess also right. I got it because you couldn't you couldn't stream on like your Xbox without Hulu Plus. Um, uh huh. You could only stream on your your desktop computers and stuff. So that was the other reason I had originally got it, but yeah. <laughs> for good reason. All right. Well, if you're done, I'll start yakking. Cyber yep. Judge. That's it for me. I think. Okay. Well, um, what I've been doing is I've just been playing a lot of arc. Um, we, we obviously for those who are just finding us, we also do an arc podcast called rated arc and you can find that at ratedarc.com. And, uh, I've been playing a lot of arc and we did just got done wrapping up the Valentine's day event last week, but all the Valentine's day dinos are still rocking it out. So, cause we play on an unofficial server. So that's, that's cool. And, uh, goon, my roomie here, and then my half, my half roomie, cause he kind of goes everywhere, luminin. Um, we have quite a collection of pink and white and purple and fuchsia dinosaurs in our, all the hot things. All, all up in our base. <laughs> you guys so, were feeling the love. Oh, God. I swear, I, I hit that hardcore, like, the first day it came out, I just, went to town second day went to like all i was so afraid that the the window of the valentine's day dinosaurs was just gonna disappear before i could get everything so i was just taming everything i didn't care what level it was what gender it was i was just shooting everything drinking it teleporting it back and then it dawned on me hello we have the pokeball mod <laughs> like just throw i didn't I, I felt like i was doing it really good like really fast and then i dawned on me i could have been doing it even more efficient with the pokeball mod so once i learned that it was a bad thing like i have a whole my whole Pokeball thing is full of Valentine's Day dinos now. Yeah, I was a bit more selective. I was seeing some nice I things. Like, oh, that looks great, but oh, it's level 30. Not yeah, me, forget man. that one. I'm not grabbing you. <laughs> I'm, you know, I, I was at least holding some standards to them for a while. I was but, really uh, digging Goon Snails. Oh my god, yeah, Goon Snails. He, you came out, he found some really cool patterns on these snails. They had, like blue, yeah, because you saw the ones that had the racing stripes. You, you pointed you out. That was awesome. But yeah, but what my latest is you guys, you know, saw the pictures on uh, on the Discord of my my Gigantopithecuses. Yes. They're so pretty. The, the colors. And I think what's really cool is that those colors can, they're not just like for the holiday and, and they're gone. Like they actually stay in for the breeding and the mutations, right? Because that's yeah, how exactly. you're getting. Yep, they do. That's so cool. Now, did you guys play during the Christmas holiday? I haven't talked to anybody who did because I didn't get to you. Did any of you guys? No, I was too busy. How about you, Cyber? Did you get to play what, during Christmas on Ark at all with the Christmas colored dinos? I did because I was playing on uh, Promo's server he, that he was running at the time. Uh, so it was just an aberration, but I didn't go looking. I'm not... Lately, I've gotten tired of doing the taming stuff. I'm more... I go in there and I build a little bit, and that's what my focus has been in Ark. Like, if you look at my little building or where i'm building on uh fell server i'm just focusing on like building a windmill and uh playing basically with the castle mod because it's something new and i'm f focused on like 
I tamed a beaver to get me my wood. I, I tamed um, uh, a dodicarus for the stone and, and uh-huh. uh, stuff. But I just tamed things I need to get the resources. And then I've been focusing on building. So I haven't been going out. Like I didn't go out and get any of the Valentine's Day things. I um, tried get using the uh, pokeballs to do the taming, but I couldn't figure out those. So I'm just using them so that if they die, I still get them back. I don't lose the teams I got because right. they're a pokeball. But which I is never... cool, right? Yeah, very Stuff cool. That works. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I haven't been able to figure out how to tame because you're supposed to apparently be able to like get something down to really low health and then throw a pokeball and capture it and tame it that way. But I haven't been successful in that. But I super... wouldn't be successful in that because Goon found a really cool gun or a, not a gun, um, a blueprint for the uh sword and it like has how much is it like 615 damage goon yeah something that's 678 it's nuts so like one two hits everything's (laughs) so i would yeah i i wouldn't even be able to get my pokeball out because that sword is like a freaking lawnmower it just mows those puppies down that's like one thing that i noticed that i i've been I've been building uh, more so than others. I have, I think, either like 500% or 600% melee damage. So when I swing my sword, I'm doing 2k damage. And yeah, I just face tank a lot of stuff with that. Gosh, it's it's fun. It's fun. What is was your favorite one, Goon, um, out of all the Valentine's Day dinos that we came across? My beetle. Your beetle? Yeah, I got a really that. colorful beetle. Yellow and pink and red. Ooh, I didn't see that one yet with the yellow in it. No, that's cool. Probably because they're in, like, a big swarm of beetles. That's awesome. Um, yeah, the, somebody leaked my... I made a video, YouTube video, of my Valentine's Day shenanigans that I that I actually got on... To, I, who put that in there? Was that I Luminin? did. I was going to yeah. say, was that <laughs> Luminin? I was watching that. I've never heard somebody gasp so much in 20 I, minutes. <gasps> look at that! <gasps> look at that! <laughs> oh, look at that! <laughs> I was just, like, blown away. I was so excited with these freaking... Oh, it's crazy. And the, the what made me blow my mind was the, the pink horse running majestically across. And then <laughs> that jackass car and all those like, like chasing after. I'm like, no! <laughs> Leave it alone! My favorite thing is like, why do we have no carrots in these crop plots? Oh, wait a minute. I have a box for this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I was so annoyed. I'm like, oh yeah, there's Ma that sucks all of our crops out of her crop plots and puts it in a nice little box. I had forgot oh. about it. I was expecting Goon to have just like harvested everything and like stuff it. You know how he is. Right. You know, yeah. Grabbing or- everything, organizing it. Oh, so so Luna, you'd be pleased to hear this. So I had all my uh, all my feather lights following a uh, a bear, so they weren't mating. And then I went over today and I activated my mutators, then told them to stop following, so they mated. And I got I think fifty three <laughs> eggs in that mating. Oh my god, something's <laughs> crazy with those feather lights. That's nuts. No. Man, I- I was terrified. I was like, you know what? I need to call the masses here. There's way too many of them. Right. No kidding. Press J. I couldn't move. So <laughs> yeah, I turned off the... ridiculous. I <laughs> went to... So well, I, was, I did the cheap fly, so I was just standing in midair. So I turned it off, and I couldn't fall. There were so many of oh them. <laughs> I was God. standing on their backs. That's messed up. <laughs> oh, gosh. It was crazy. In the end, I'm like, all right, there's a level 170 rock drake. You guys go do your thing. Not right. one of them died. Ah. I was like, well... That's, yeah, this is terrifying. Yeah, that in the pictures you were taking was terrifying. That's for sure. I'm like, no, because a lot like Goon and I just landed on Aberration, and I think Melorium just joined um, on the cluster, and then Blue came over for the first time. 
this past weekend. So, well, yeah. Yep. And so, yeah, that's on our YouTube channel, too. You can see our shenanigans as well on, on uh, just follow the link and then find that one. I guess I'll have to link it now since I referenced it. But <laughs> it, yeah. it was fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, some of us being there for the first time. So I've been playing a lot of ARC. So that's what I've been doing in game. And outside of game, just trying to get all of our shows lined up, moving some of our shows over to a new um, podcast host. I've been trying to get, I do like a solo podcast called IDK Cast. I've been trying to knock out at least two of those a week. So, um, and I've been lear- learning a lot of things while I do it because <laughs> it's called I Don't Know Cast because there's a lot of stuff like I, I just share like weird news or po- good news stories or, and like weird facts. And like I didn't know yesterday was like National Pig Day, National Dad Gum That's Good Day. I had no idea until like I looked the stuff up to share it and I'm like, oh my God. And then it gets burnt into my head. And then I feel, I feel really smart at the end of recording because I learned all a bunch of stuff. Like I think it was like if you farted for six days straight, you would have enough gas saved up to measure an atomic bomb. I think it was something like that. But a lot of crazy facts. So I've been doing that. And um, I've started watching the show. It's um, It was on the BBC a while, while back. It was called Miranda. And I, I'm very persnickety with like what I watch on TV. I hate dramas because I don't like crying. I don't like crybaby crap. And I also don't like scary stuff. So I... St- Strictly comedy or action. Like, that's all I'll do. And so it's really kind of hard for me to find something that I like. And I don't like watching stuff over and over again because I'm then stupid. So, um, but I I was cracking up watching this very bizarre show. It's called Miranda. And it's this lady who's like 6'1", and she's always mistaken for a man. And her mom is really, it's like, um, she's a comedian, I guess. I'd never heard of her at first. But her name was Miranda Hart. And she had like uh, her own sitcom for a couple years, like for or five years so i have been laughing my ass off it's way more funny than i thought it was just because their humor is funny it just has a really good vibe to it i don't know if you guys would like it but i like it it's might be something no it might not be something you can watch at work cyber because i know you're always looking for stuff you can watch at work that's like family friendly mm-hmm. and and i don't it, they don't say like bad things but like miranda owns a joke shop with her friend and they have a lot of penis kind of jokes like <laughs> they had like these uh, penis suckers and they're like hitting each other with them like it, the whole show was just so funny but it has like a it's a, like a light-hearted clean humor but i still don't think that would pass the work thing <laughs> you uh, it know, depends on where you work it's a lot of tongue-in-cheek <laughs> kind of humor but it's really it's it cra- it's cracking me up so no, I and to, yeah i have to stay with fuller house style yeah fuller um, house is all you probably can do yeah i agree that are documentaries of like otters i don't know (laughs) (laughs) so a show shows that you definitely couldn't watch is like the magicians i know you can't watch that but i've been watching um off from sci-fi uh magicians has started back up so i'm i'm back into that i love watching uh, lucifer and the blacklist off from um off from i think it was like ab or nbc and abc like mainstream tv shows but you can catch like the past seasons on like Netflix and I think Lucifer's on Hulu and the past ones are on uh, Blacklist is on Netflix but those so, are some of my favorites. So have you watched iZombie or Santa Clarita Diet at all? I can't because she eats brains and that makes me want to vomit. Like I oh, really thought about doing it but I can't. Real, like, iZombie's not she, real. Like, she, it's hilarious. She it's eats good. brains yeah. but she makes them like into you know omelets yeah, or whole, you know, into stir I wanted fry to stuff. watch it. I want to watch it but I hate zombie stuff. 
and I hate, and I have a weak stomach. Like, I was the kid that, like, when we're, like, dissecting earthworms in, like, second grade, I was in the back doing literally a dinosaur book report because I cannot, cannot <laughs> process. I can't. Well, it's Santa Cruz diet definitely is not for you. But, no, I can't. But I, I know. And I, but I zombies like about Santa Cruz diet. I was laughing like hard. But then again, I've I've always liked Drew Barrymore. I can't. Yeah, so. I love Drew Barrymore. That's why I'm so conflicted. I freaking love Drew Barrymore, but I can't do. I'm so. I have such a squeamish stomach. I just can't. I think so I like, zombie uh, would be okay. It's more you on think a. So? It's more on a lighter humorous. Okay. Side. It doesn't get too gory. I don't think personally, but like I wouldn't watch. Let my ten year old daughter watch it, but. Uh, I, I like it. I'm not one to watch. Like, my wa- wife watches Walking Dead, and I won't watch I that, but I can yeah, watch iZombie. Yeah, essentially, okay, yeah, I'll I, give it a go I zombie, then. like, you know, the, I, you know, I kind of call it Veronica Mars with twist. Okay, I think, and I've been so on the fence with that, because I do, like, a lot of CW shows, like The 100, I love that, um, but I, when this came up, I was like, God, I just can't wrap my mind around, because I, zombie, like, I'm with you, Cyber, like, Ma- Mossy, my husband, he'll sit there and just he, I can't even handle the noises. I, I think if I just don't look at it, I'll be okay. And then I hear them going, and like all the weird fleshy noises. And it just really does me in. I just can't. Oh. <laughs> so I just can't. And speaking of Veronica Mars, have you watched The Good Place at all? I freaking love The Good Place. I love that show. I'm about halfway through it. Oh so, my God, but I, I, am I love that it. show. And Superstore. Have you guys watched Superstore? No. <laughs> oh That's my hilarious. God, watch Superstore. It is the best. That is hilarious. Oh, God. So, how have you been keeping up on it, too, Goon? Every week. Oh, God. That is the funniest damn show. Um, if you haven't seen that one, um, Cricket, it's it's like, I guess, because I never watched The Office, but it, I always heard everybody loved it. Like, The Office was so funny. But, like, the Superstore is, like, literally, it's, like, a generic version or knockoff of, like, a Walmart. And it has, like, every, but it's, clo- it's called Cloud Nine. And, like, all the store employees, like, the whole show is about the employees in the store and the shenanigans that they're doing in the store and the customers. It's just a fun funny funny show super yeah, funny so, so the office I, I just watched that within the past year and, oh uh, did you like it i haven't oh I, I i did i i loved it i tried watching it before and i only got through like maybe like two or three episodes and i was like uh-huh. yeah, this, this is all right but then i finally you know broke down and watched it and went you know went through and just binged the whole the whole series and it it was great, you know. It makes you laugh, makes you cry, just because you know the Jim and Pam stuff. You know, it's like you see some of that stuff. It's like, oh, they're you know they're so cute. Aw, I have heard a lot of good things about it. I just haven't got to it, but I definitely good one. That the the good place really good and the superstore really really good. And I think both of those are. I think both of those are on. Um, I know the good place is on Netflix. Cause that's Netflix. Where I'm watching it. Okay, Superstore is on Hulu. Then that's, or you can just watch it on, um, like, and like if you have normal TV, basic CBS, NBC, ABC stuff, it's on there too. Oh, I could probably get on Cody. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, I had, I just was curious because I saw this uh, phone come across in my newsfeed. I didn't know if you guys had seen it. It's called they're they're calling it the dumb phone now because now we've had so smart phones. Have you guys seen this yet? I just read through the article. It's just a basic phone like all of us grew up with, <laughs> but it looks like it looks like a smartphone, but it just does phone calls and text messages. Man, Could- that's dumb. I know. Uh, that'd be so mean to give to a kid. I know. 
I'm totally giving my this is all my kids would be allowed to have. Of uh, the Light Phone 2, it says it's a gorgeous minimalist dumb phone that can do only a handful of things. The phone doesn't have any apps. Instead, it can make calls, send texts, handle simple directions, and set alarms. And it's um, from Light, the company behind the phone, wants to make a device that is used as little as possible to get people off their smartphones. And um, so I did put the link to that in the show notes. So so I'll just ask, I'll start from the top. Luminin, I know you're Amish. Is this something that is up your line? Or could you get rid of your smartphone for the dumb phone? Um, simply because I Discord with all the CR and all that, I, I couldn't. But, I mean, it's intriguing. It looks like you can pre-order the new one for 250 bucks. Yeah, yep. Uh, the only thing, it says it, okay, let me get this straight. It says you can set alarms with it, make calls, text messages, and that's it, right? And it says handle simple directions, so I don't, I don't know how or? that is because I don't really but see it, the screen. Right, and it says on the, if you scroll down under one of the pictures, it's just like a little thing there. It says, plus the phone has a headphone jack, but it doesn't do music or so podcasts, like, so why? Yeah, <laughs> Maybe it like edits for the car. Oh, yeah, hands-free for your car. Oh, maybe. Well, hmm. it's got Bluetooth, I think. Yeah, I but know. not all headsets are Bluetooth-capable. I guess. But, um, this is the... Th- what I thought was cool was the fact that the reason why... I can get behind the reason why they came out with it was because they said there was a recent data from analytics company Flurry found that people in the U.S. use their mobile devices for five hours a day while a study from the tech support firm Asurion found that Americans check their phones 80 times a day on average. And they were wanting to roll us back a bit because they're like, we're, we got too many people all up in their smartphones. They're not taking the time to spend with their family and their friends, going outside, reading a good book before bed. People are just sitting on their phone looking at Facebook or Twitter or Snapchat, and they're not really doing a lot of the stuff that people used to do. You know, so I can get behind that because I think we're all kind of guilty yeah. of that. Oh, yeah, I think if you're only checking your phone 80 times a day, that's weak. <laughs> 80 times. 80 yeah, I mean, times. God. You know, how many, you know there's how an many? app, I guess, that's, that counts how many times. Oh, gosh, I'll look that up while you guys talk and stuff. But um, there's an app that actually counts how many times you pick your phone up so you can kind of get real with yourself. I heard about it. I'll check on it, and I'll get back with you guys. But Do it. God, that's crazy. I mean, I like the looks of this. I think it looks really cool. Right. It's, it's very clean looking. It's small. Uh, I like that there's not like a, a regular screen on it. It's like a mop finish and it, it's like backlit, right? Yeah, yeah, yep. Size of a credit card, only six and a half millimeters thick, which I think I think it's really cool. I like uh, it. Right, I would yeah. I would use this as a companion, certainly for my smartphone. That's what they designed smartphone. it for. Isn't that funny? <laughs> The first one of this yeah. one, the second one, it says that they're actually wanting to people to, to give up the smartphone, which, yes. you know what, I I don't think I could do it. What if you had your tab, like, because we have, like, uh, the Samsung tablets through Verizon, so in essence, it's like a phone, but it's not because you can't call on it. But, like, I think uh, I could take this with me out or whatever, Mm-hmm. And then just have my tablet in case I need like a GPS or I need to, you know, look up something real quick. Like if a business is open or, you know, how a lot of businesses do those coupons online and you got to like show up. Like I bet I could. Right. I could. But then you're like, well, why don't you just like, it's just kind of like, well, then why don't you have a smartphone? It defeats the you're perfect. Like, right. Yeah. Exactly. Because guess what? Oh, you have you have the the cell signal for your tablet. But yes. Yep. But if you're in an area with, well, I don't know. It wouldn't matter either way. I don't know. I'm just in. They suck at us in. They're like, this tablet's only a dollar, and it literally was. It was. It was only a buck. Yeah. But then they're like, 
But now it's the only thing you get your bill and you're like, damn it, they got us, you know, because it's like they charge you that <laughs> other line. They charge you like another line for it. But yeah. If you have kids, it's worth it, I guess, because, you know, they get bored oh, yeah. and you got a lot Especially of trips. Especially car trips. Or- yes. Mm-hmm. It's a lifesaver, but. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So what what do you think, Blue? Have you looked at it? Did you get the chance to... I don't know if you got the show notes I hooked in to the thing. I, I didn't get the show oh, okay. notes. Okay, somebody wants to send Big Blue it, but does it sound like something you would want to do? I could not possibly do that at all. Like, I can't disconnect like that. Um, even when I'm at work, I'm, I'm allowed a headset at work to where I can just sit there and listen to music, podcasts, whatever. Um... I'm terrible with driving directions, so I am constantly using Google Maps to find places when I go somewhere. Right. Um, so me personally, no, I couldn't. I couldn't use something like that. But for kids starting off, that sounds like an amazing starter phone. I agree. I I agree. Yeah. So I mean, I can't use my phone at at work. Uh, we have to we have to keep them locked up. Um, but yeah, I mean, even outside of work, I use my phone all the time. Um, I mean, even if it's, you know, stuff like for streaming my music, because I don't want to have to be at the mercy of the radio station when I'm in the car for 40 minutes driving right. you know, from work. And I, I stream my stuff on Spotify or I listen to podcasts or whatever. Um, right. So, yeah, getting away from, from that consumption of, you know, media, I just, I, I couldn't do it. See, that's, that's a big thing for me is the right. podcast and audiobooks. That's I do a right. mindless job for, you know, between six to ten hours a day. You need something yeah, I, to keep exactly. your brain stimulated. Stimulate. I agree yep. with you 100%. I agree with you because it's kind of – I've been in jobs like that before, and it's just like, God, I do really feel like like you have all this big chunk of time during your day that you could at least be learning something or being engaged mentally because the job you're doing is not really challenging. You know, like it's, you're just – it's monotonous. And, and if you it's- didn't have something mentally stimulating you – it would just be horrendous. 100%. I mean, there's yes. a lot of these people that I work with that they don't do anything and they notice everything and it drives them insane and they complain and they're angry. Right. And you know what? Hey, calm down. Stick some earbuds in your ears. Listen to a book. Listen to a podcast. You're mentally you're engaged in something else, if not focusing on, well, that guy over right. there's got time and I don't and I, his job's right. better and blah, blah, blah. You know, you know, it's a positivity thing. Yep, I agree. I use that time for sleeping. (laughs) Yeah. So, Goon, does this sound like something that you could do? Um, yeah, I could do that. My mother-in-law has one, something like that. We call it a flip phone. Is it the jitterbug? (laughs) Is it the senior phone, the jitterbug? (laughs) We got her a flip phone. I can do this. I don't have a problem doing this. I don't mind putting my phone down and leaving leaving it alone. I think my Um, biggest vice right now is uh, Discord. Same. Yeah, being able to get a hold of each other in Discord is really handy. Really handy. I take all my podcast stuff, I put them on my iPad, and I I Bluetooth to that, and that's what I listen to all day. I download it before work. and. Oh, that's handy. That is handy. How about you, Cyber? Is this something that you could get behind or no? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> Not I even a technology, cyber though. For a but... There's a big no. The gavel <laughs> came down. <laughs> but I, I, I find it interesting you mentioned this phone because I know, uh, I don't remember what the big conference was where Samsung did their announcement of their new Samsung phone, but Nokia announced a new phone. It's the, um, uh, well, they're calling it the banana phone from the matrix that's being made by nokia 
It's the 8110, and I'll just link this. Uh, let me put it in the show notes, the link to The Verge. I'll just put it underneath your last point on, okay. on the notes here. Right there, if you click on that link, they talk about this. It's essentially a, uh, uh, what I guess they call them feature phone, right? It, it's not a smartphone. Well, that is really cool because I've not even heard about that yet. Yeah, it was that... just announced this past week. They, oh, I forget wow. What, I forget which conference it was where Samsung did their announcement of the their Samsung Galaxy 9 phone and stuff. So, But I'm looking at it. It has a, a 512 megabytes of RAM, so <laughs> very uh, small compared to like our 2 gigabytes in our smartphones nowadays. And it's only got 4 gigabytes of storage on it <laughs> compared to our oh, 32 wow. and 64. So um, and it's only a 2 megapixel camera and a 2 point. 2.4 inch screen. So that's so. smarter than this phone, honestly. <laughs> yeah, well, it, it looks pretty strange. Too. <laughs> it looks like it's like a tricorder from uh, Star Trek or something. <laughs> Does it like pop? It pop? Oh, this is a video. Hold on. Because on the picture of the one that I have, it actually shows a person fitting this little phone in like a wallet, almost like yeah, a leather-sized wallet. So it's super tiny. Yeah. yeah I don't think this one's that sm small, but. Um, it looks like it. You pull down on it to uh, get the oh, dial pad it. out and stuff like that. This so totally is a Nokia phone. No joke. Yep. This looks like this was one of the first. Nokia was one of the first phones that I bought with my own money. It was like CenturyTel was a thing back then. <laughs> oh gosh, is it one of those classic bricks? No, I had I had a bag phone. That was the fir very first phone I used was a bag phone. But and that my parents had it, and they're like, "You can't go out of the house without the bag phone." And we had to like put it. <laughs> underneath the car seat because nobody wanted to be seen. I would have rather had no phone than carry that damn suitcase phone with me everywhere. Like, that was crazy. But it did save my butt one day. We did get a flat tire. My sister and I were on, like, a whole other town away, and I had to bust out the suitcase and call <laughs> old mama come get me. <laughs> crank it a little bit. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's like a little crank phone, exactly. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, this no this totally screams Nokia. That's, that's yep. interesting. But I find it interesting that n nowadays in the world of iPhones and Samsung and uh, Google phones that Nokia is coming. Like, I know they failed bad with the, doing a Windows phone, but now oh, they're going God. back to Windows feature phones. Windows was a nightmare. <laughs> holy, holy, yeah. That, I felt bad for anybody who got a Windows phone, honestly, because <laughs> it was just like, like, it just went down really fast. And then they yeah. were really like, no, I love my Windows phone. It's amazing. And then, like, later on, they're like, I hate this damn phone. Like, the, <laughs> it was, oh, it was horrible. It the was honeymoon like when, is over. Yeah, it was like when the Nook came out. It was like either you bought the Nook or the Kindle. And then, like, obviously the Kindle took off. Whoosh, and the Nook kind of got, like, the, you know, it was, like, stupid. It didn't last. It's not as good as the Kindle, you know, because Amazon has a lot of power behind it. And they have the, an app, their own app store that they were up to date on. And it was kind of a crapshoot. Do I get a Windows phone? No, don't get a Windows <laughs> phone. <laughs> well, I think it all came down to the app stores, right? So yeah, the app stores is the is, thing. Yeah. Uh, Google and Apple have that market cornered. So oh, yeah, they do. Microsoft couldn't get that leverage. Same with BlackBerry. That's why BlackBerry is now making the hardware, but they're using Android on their, their phones because they just couldn't maintain the app store to compete with the Google Play and the uh, Apple store. Yeah, because that's actually, like, the reason why I ended up getting an iPhone versus some uh, flavor of Android, because I had uh, the iPad for so long, 
And so I had all kinds of apps you know, already purchased and all that. I'm like, well, right. I don't want to have to repurchase these same yep. type of apps. You know, I'm going to go with the iPhone where I, everything I purchase just transfers over. Yep, you're locked into the Apple ecosystem because you started with one device. Um, Apple's been very smart with that where they get you on one thing and then you're locked in with them. You can't really, right. it's very difficult to navigate out of that. Break yeah. free. Yep. That's so true. And I might have to step away for a second to, to let uh, Mr. Sky in, but I had a quick question before I go. I'm running into something and I figured why I had a captive audience and all of you guys are men or male or identify with being a male. Um, <laughs> my little one, he's four. Okay. I just wanted a guy's take on this. Um, he is now, <laughs> he's, I'm, you know, I'm struggling with the potty training. He'll pee all day long and he, he's getting the pooping down in the potty like 75% of the time, but like 25% of the time he craps himself and it gets stuck all up in his business. Right. And he's like, mommy, what is this stuck on? And like, I'm like, well, do I, what do I call that? Like, like, uh, it's his ball sack. So I, I'm like, <laughs> I said, well, honey, that's your ball sack. And I thought, well, damn, did I just say like something bad? Like, because when you read like parenting magazines, they're like, you need to call it by it's anatomically. Cr-. I'm like, I don't want to say scrotum. I don't want to say like, what do call you call like, berries? His bear. I do. I call it his twig and berries, but he was like, it could see. I'm wondering because I always call it twig and berries, but they're like, you shouldn't call genitalia cute names because it's bad and it teaches bad. And so I'm like torn. I'm like, so in the man well, world, like, how do you handle that? Because I called him his ball sack and I laughed my ass off the other day when he yelled at me from the bathroom, Mom, can you come help me wipe this poop off my ball sack? And I was like rolling on him. Like, I prefer calling this because only I'm selfish because I like hearing him yell at ball sack. I don't know. But well, it, what do you, what did, what, what? Like, what? Because <laughs> my, my husband is no help. He just thinks it's hilarious and he, he's all for saying ball sack. But. Yeah, what? How do you guys handle that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, I, <laughs> like, I what would you say? I honestly can't remember what term we had used for his ball sack. Um, <laughs> I know, we, I know, we used wiener for you know. We, he said this too, all on his own, but uh, and I was like, where did he get wiener from? <laughs> like, so I'm thinking it must have been my husband, but um, I, I think that's even, fine. Yeah. Uh, no, I agree. My... Sorry, go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. I was gonna say I agree not to call. Uh, Call genitalia by like cute names because if somebody touches them inappropriately, like for example, I had a cousin and my mom was talking to me about this. She's like, and they told her to call her her private parts her cookie. So you know, then somebody oh somebody touched my cookie. They're going okay. So what? You know that becomes an issue with like sexual sexual harassment or assault. That's what I'm wondering. Like. Mm, I see. You know, well, although if he does yeah. say someone touched my ball sack, you're not gonna be a exactly. That's, that's my exactly. that's my thinking. That's fine yeah, because that's not, uh, you know like exactly what he's from, uh, what he's talking about. Radio. Okay, Roddy yeah, Dangerfield has a lot of balls. And that's where I was on the fence with because I, ever since he was a little one, I would call like twig and berries, you know, like what Blue was saying. But then like I am hearing more and more, don't give it that that cutesy name or whatever because some may be like, oh, what is that? You know what I mean? Like it's. Exactly. And it takes yeah. the seriousness away from their privates. Yeah. So then I just flippantly said, oh, well, that's your ball sack. I'm like, oh, my God. Am I real? Am, is this bad? Am I going to scar my kid? Like, well, how from the guy <laughs> world, like, what, you know? Well, when you're in church. Tell, like, what works for you? <laughs> like, what did you tell your kids or whatever? Yeah, but when you're in church and you hear your son screaming from the bathroom, Mom, I need to wipe the poop <laughs> off my ball sack. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm torn. It's going to be like, fantastic. Oh, my ball sack is stuck is to my legs. What really do I do? Like, yeah. So, uh, in my house, we kind of uh, 
it evolved over time. Like it started off with the your jewels, your family jewels, oh, and okay. then um, as I got a little older, we started calling them Nards, and then okay. they got introduced to YouTube, and they learned Ballsack. Oh, see, so I might just be speeding things up, but he's gonna end up there anyways, right? Yeah, I don't yeah, think, I think it... we may have just used balls. Yeah, YouTube is a self teacher. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, there's nothing wrong with calling it something. Because later on, they're going to name it something different anyway. Yeah, that, yeah, that's true. That is true. That is true. So I would just thought, you know, get your guys' opinion. Because Mr. Scott, he wasn't that much help. He was just rolling and, like, tearing up and laughing his butt off. <laughs> that's I mean, probably what I would have been doing. cute about a four-year-old yelling from the other end of the house. Try a marble sad, bag. You know? But, yeah, call it, what? A marble bag. Yeah, that might be, like, what luminous, like, I was torn, I'm like, ah, I think that's half the part of having kids or being a parent. You're like, what the hell? Like, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Like, exactly. Way. Right. There's so, that... so many more situations where you're damned if you do anyway. Yes. I don't know, when I was a kid, so my mom called my George. Just not if I, he's yelling it from church, right? <laughs> or in public or parents will understand. I guess it depends. <laughs> Maybe, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. I've never had to cross that road yet with my you four have, year old. How old? How old he's, is your... He's turning four in May. Oh my god, it's coming. It's coming. <laughs> Sooner than you think. I'm yeah. always having to tell him to put his um, wiener back in his pants. And my yes. wife's always like, Did you ever think you'd have to be telling somebody to put it? But no. I do use the. I, I, I do use the proper term, and we, we, right. do, we do call it what it is. But, right. Uh, well, I've been saying ballsack like 20 times. You can say penis. Okay. It is okay. <laughs> yeah, so we do tell him to put his penis back in his pants. Okay. And he he okay. goes around talking about his penis and using the proper term for that, but we never had to talk about the ballsack. So. Okay, it's coming then, because poop gets stuck up in there, and he really like needs help, so it will be there. So, Maybe he okay, should cool. pull up and hold it out of the way while he poops. He no, it's, he just he's not doing that. He's you this was because he missed potty. the potty. Like he he went in his undies and he missed the potty on this. Like he's he's getting like a seventy seventy five percent hit time, but that there's that a sketchy twenty five percent where he's not thinking and he just shits himself. Like we've taught him shart because he's a master sharter. Like he <laughs> he shit farts and. He's let that word slip around my husband's side of the family, and they're a little persnickety. Like, we're the, the black sheep because we say shart, you know? Like, they're very persnickety people. So, I would like my face, like, I was just like, oh, like my face <laughs> says, hey, mama, I think I sharted at like the dinner table. And I was like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> so, like, oh, we're those people, you know? We think it's hilarious, but everybody else is like, oh, you know, they have no sense of humor whatsoever. So, I know, yeah. I know with my son, he, um, like playing video games or watching YouTube, he'd just hold it too long. And that was his thing. That's that's the thing. They they do. They hold it forever. They hold that that stuff prisoner. So, all right. Well, I won't hold this conversation prisoner anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so we can we appreciate start my so section thank now. you for that knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> I knew you guys would know because a lot of you have been there or ha- or on your way there or, or dreading it. <laughs> dreading it. <laughs> You have no idea. I would rather my son yell ball sack than do the organic painting. Organic. Painting oh, I remember yeah, the story. <laughs> Picasso. Yes, I luckily never horrible. had a Picasso. God, the Picasso <laughs> that is so 
my son is that asshole. He was a poop castle, and he remembers it now. Just the other day, he busted out. He's like, you, and he's only four. He's like, you remember? And he was talking to his sister. He's like, you remember Sissy when I used to draw my wall with my poop? And I'm like, oh my god, he he remembers doing this jack wagon stuff. He remembers. So wasn't he yeah. painting his toys with it too? All everything. It was his toys, his carpet. His carpet looks like a like a crazy person because there's bleach marks everywhere. I, 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 <laughs> We just bleached the everything. All the things were bleached. I didn't even waste time cleaning stuff. I just throw it away. I'm like, meh. <laughs> not my problem. <laughs> you know, you're going to wipe poop on it. It's out of here. I'm not going to sit there with a toothbrush, like, cleaning out little kid toys. as all those little crevices and buttons. Nope. Mm-mm. I, I felt bad. That stage. Oh, God. It was horrible. I don't. It, you don't. You feel kind of bittersweet. You're like, I can't. You don't want them to grow up, but you're like, fuck. You're like, grow up now. And then. <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have the issues. Uh, what is it? What? Every every stage of you're gonna have some different issues. You're gonna be like, if man, I have a it was so much easier when I just had to work out whether I called it a ball wall. sack or not. <laughs> <laughs> they have all new issues. I've been oh, my boss God. has been warning me about my daughter because my daughter is turning ten. Oh yes, he, have he, fun. He, he says, yeah, that uh, the the fun is still yet to come. Like, it's still yet to come. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's about yeah. My, that's the age of my daughter. She's you know she turns ten this summer, and yeah, she is such the drama queen. I don't know where she gets it from because right, my, you know, neither my wife or I, you know, are you know are much you know into drama at all. But she just oh, it, it really hits crazy. at home. <laughs> my, bo- my boss well, warned me that when they turned tw- uh, like he's got a twelve year old daughter and. Wait till like they get closer to that preteen age. He's That's like, it, it gets worse. Yes, yeah, so it's like we all become possessed, body snatched. <laughs> you guys yeah. make me happy. I had boys. <laughs> and, and well, I'm gonna go so let Mossy in, and you and, guys, a cricket's neck. So feel free to take it over whenever you need to. I'll be right back. All right. Yeah, and it's just so funny how you know one morning it'll be you know you're the best daddy in the world, and then you know by the afternoon is I hate my family. I want to find a new family. <laughs> that no, nobody's listening to me i get that all the time why can't you listen to me or uh, you're not understand you're not listening to what i'm saying I'm like no i hear you and i understand what you're saying you're just wrong yeah but <laughs> i can't do anything right <laughs> but i guess uh since i'm driving this boat now i will steer us back into into gaming uh, there we go my Let's do it. Now. bring it up yeah, so, so uh diablo 3 um they, they started season 13 uh last week um I've been playing Diablo 3 on and off since it launched, um, mainly because I've been a, you know, I guess kind of a Diablo fanatic in a way, you know, over over the years. Um, so, yeah, I picked, you know, so that's what I've been doing the past week. Um, I've been less on, on ARC. Uh, I've still been, you know, logging in and do stuff like that, but I've been been playing my, my new seasonal character. Um, I, I really haven't been following this this stuff as it goes through like i'll get on sometimes when a season starts and i'll i'll play for a couple weeks and then i'll, I'll stop um i th- i don't think there's anything really new with this season except the uh i think it's the second season since the necromancer's been out um so i've been seeing a lot of necromancers as i if i joined public games um i had played around with the necromancer some last season and while the necromancer was my favorite uh back in diablo 2 it it really hasn't just you know Caught, you know, caught my love just yet. Um, I'll have to try it, you know, try it some more. But I decided to go with the uh, the monk again this season, uh, which I've, it was my second character when I first started the game. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, Witch Doctor, though, is still my favorite. Um, and as you, if you look at the show notes, I I even have the Witch Doctor mouse pad that I had bought from the uh, the Steel series 
uh, mouse pads. Um, I really liked the look of it, and just you know, it's a nice big mouse pad, and I I love it. So you know, I, I had to put the the image up there. So for me, witch doctors were cool, but I could just never get into that playstyle for some reason. Yeah, the playstyle of them, like, well, I mean, there's a they have a few different. Uh, like completely different play styles. Um, I mean, you have you know the pet builds, and you have some of the, the other ones. And yeah, it it takes some time. Like I'll sit there and yeah, you know, when I play it for the season, I I'll look up the build and I'll be like, well, how the heck do I even play this build? You know, it's like there's you know there's nothing I can spam because everything is just a spender, and you you blow out you know blow through it so quick or something like that. And it yeah, it, it definitely seems to have a learning curve. But then once you get get it for a lot of builds it's like man this thing just you know tears through things um but yeah it, it definitely a lot of their builds are not as straightforward as you know like a wizard disintegrate build or you know going around and just you know pounding stuff with you know with a, a big hammer or something like that um crusader is the same way some of their builds at least in some of the past seasons i i did not like their play style like the uh they had a thorns build going for a while i don't know if that's still even a thing but like all you did was you just ran around on your horse and just let things beat on you and that your thorns do damage i was like uh that's boring <laughs> i'm back now so we're talking about diablo is that what we're talking about or no correct talking about diablo all right but uh but yeah if like if any of y'all uh you know, play Diablo and and want to play. Uh, I can always power love you for in with the seasonal character because that's always the boring part. You know, the kind of like all the Blizzard games. Uh, the right. game starts at that max level. You know, going through that that build up a level is is kind of painful when you've done it. You know, for you know twenty thirty times. Uh, you know, WoW is one of those now. Like I haven't played WoW in a while, but when I first started playing, it was it you know it was fun leveling up, but yeah, there was only so much you could leveling up so many you know so many you know wolf ears and pig assholes you could collect for turning in for quests pig assholes <laughs> i like it blue 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 you're a google doc virgin aren't you <laughs> I, I am i very much am <laughs> yeah that, that's pig i gotta see it throwing his hands in the air going i'm not touching anything <laughs> and it's doing stuff <laughs> i was just looking at it and all of a sudden things started happening i'm like what the hell <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go, we use uh, Google Docs for our show notes, and as uh, our listeners will find out, Big Blue, this is the first time he's got to. We sent him the link so he could join in on us impromptu, and uh, we let each other know when we're AFK in our TeamSpeak channel or in our Google Docs. <laughs> that really one time freaked my friend Jay and I. We did a World of Warcraft podcast together, and she would share um, the bedroom had her her and her husband's computer in it, and. She's in California, I'm in Michigan, and it, the same thing happened to her husband. He lost his mind. He thought her computer was possessed because <laughs> he looked over and all of a sudden she was getting ready to record and she went to the bathroom and I was waiting for her. So I'm sitting there typing and he just saw a document filling itself out <laughs> while she was gone and he was losing it. He says she said he started yelling for her and all this stuff and she's like, settle down. And I was like and it was funny because both of them have like office jobs and I was like, how does he not know about Google Docs? <laughs> <laughs> that's fantastic it, it was so don't feel bad there is a whole sector of humanity that this would equally freak out that's given me a lot of ideas yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is it's it's a cool thing but yeah diablo is is cool it's just like what you said cricket it's like i i have made multiple starter characters that i've never efficiently like ever leveled one all the way because you always start playing with someone and 
and they do the seasonal characters and everybody's all like let and it's almost like trickery it's like a new season started and it's like a new hype train comes into town and everybody's like let's roll a seasonal and then is there like really a reason to or is it just is there like how does that work like why would you roll, roll a seasonal is, or is it literally um, just a hype well, train so at least with Diablo 3 um with the seasonals, when the season is over, that character just becomes a normal character, and so oh, okay. And any extra of the Paragon levels, which are kind of the levels after max level that you get gain, all that extra experience you gained goes towards. Uh, uh, I guess uh, the Paragon levels, it's bonus experience above max level that gets shared across all of your characters. Oh, okay. uh, so it just allows you know. Even if you play your your big character, it helps your little characters out. And if you play your little characters, it can help your big character out because um, it has that max thing or that uh, Paragon levels. And so any experience you had towards Paragon levels in seasonal gets thrown in with your your non seasonal when the season's over. So you really don't lose anything. You just lose access to all of the you know, the equipment that you had gathered before. But everything you have gained that you gained during seasonal you know, you get access to in in the off season, which is nice. Whereas with Diablo two, when they started their seasonal stuff, basically the the you know the boards got wiped at the end of the season, and so any all the effort that you put in there was just gone, unless you were you know, on a leaderboard that you could you know take a snapshot and you know whip it out to show your EP and to say you know I I was here. Oh, okay, for bragging rights, Marla. But um, also I can't remember if it's still true with the. Diablo 3 seasonal stuff, I know another thing that was different with Diablo 2 is some content uh, was only available during the, you know, on the seasonals until afterwards. So basically it was kind of early access to stuff. They had you know different pieces of equipment that only dropped during the seasons or uh, certain recipes that only worked you know in the seasonal characters. I don't know for certain whether Diablo 3 kind of follows that tradition or not. Um, I want to say it doesn't. Um, so it, it's kind of just the, you know, oh, yeah, the hype train, you all know, all do it. And there's, you know, there's achievements and stuff like that, you know, that you get for the season. And there's uh, also some extra little bonus stuff you can get. There's the vanity pets you can get um, for doing some of the achievements in the seasonal. Um, like this this week, it's this uh, this kind of teddy bear that uh, is all bloody and basically like, it looks like oh, his hands. Oh, I saw have, that online. Yeah, have, have, have been, like, gnawed down where they're just the and bone And I'm like, fingers. I wouldn't even want that pet. It's just, like, running after me. It's like a bloody teddy bear. I'm like, ew, I don't want a bloody teddy bear. But that's me. <laughs> I did see that, though, and a lot of people on, on Twitter, at least, were excited about it. So would you compare, like, is Diablo 3 as big as Diablo 2 was? Because I know Diablo 2 had, like, a cult following forever. I, I don't think it was. I think... You know, maybe some of the, the hardcore people uh, like it better than Diablo 2. Um, for me, I I like them both differently. Um, like it was, you know, it's also you know part of it is the fact of Diablo 2 was like 20 years ago, so I was in a different place in my life. I had so much more free time, and it could it was you know surprisingly it was much more of a time sink than Diablo 3 even is. Um, because I had spent so much time on it, and I still never even got a level 100 character. Um, because with that one, they didn't have Paragon levels. They just had a huge exponential uh, experience requirement to, to get you know to, to go up to the next level once you hit 80. Um, but then also with Diablo 2, um, if you wanted to try out different builds, you essentially had to make another character and level it up. Because 
um, your builds in that were the number of yeah, there's there was some degree to the uh, the equipment you could get, which that you know you could you could trade between characters, but the majority of your build was based upon the points that you distributed across your skills, and you couldn't refund those um, by you know you know for most of the time in Diablo two. I know there was a mod that you could do, but you could you know you could get that you know you could do it. I don't remember if they ever put anything into the official. I want to say they eventually did like years and years down the down the road. To be able to to reset those, but pretty much it's like oh instead of going with an ice mage, I want to go with the fire mage. I need to create a brand new character, and I need to level it up, and I need to put it through, um, you know, through the campaign because you you know with that one you couldn't you couldn't go on the harder difficulty unless you actually went through the campaign. Um, where Diablo three I think has made a lot of the the fixes in that regard where you you know. The way that they they have it, you just unlock the skills and you you basically you run your loadout kind of like if you ever played Guild Wars, where you have your your skill in your left and right button, and then you have buttons one through six, um, and that's your skills that you, that you take out in the field with you. Um, you can only have you know, eight skills right. or uh, equipped at once, and uh, it's nice because if you want to change your build because you got a different piece of equipment that works with you know with a different build. You just change it. You don't have to level up anything differently. Your character stays persistent. So it, I really like that. Um, I know. I think we actually have a Crossroad Rebellion clan. I know because like a year ago, we were all like, let's do a Diablo night. I wouldn't be opposed to a Diablo 3 night. I didn't buy the latest expansion, though, that has that witch doctor, though. I don't have the that. The Necromancer. Or the Necromancer. Yeah. yeah, that's it. I don't even think I have the witch doctor. So. No, the witch doctor came with the core set. Yeah. yeah. Oh, did it? So I do have a Witch Doctor? I don't have the answer. Do. Oh, okay. That's it. Because um, I think I always do the Demon Hunter thingy anyways. The, <laughs> that's the always... one class that I have not played to max level. I, I think that's I've only ever done. I just haven't really liked the Demon Hunter. I tried it a few different times, and that playstyle, you know, just was boring to me so oh see yeah it's it's it works for me <laughs> but uh so, i yeah. would be opposed if we wanted to get a group together and do that that'd be fun yeah actually we should set up one yeah because i've never crazy. got to do it successfully i would i would actually think it'd be cool to do like a diablo night you know that we could all get together and i know blue we were talking about um in discord doing like a freebie world warcraft low b like probably like twink out at level 20 because that's the free <laughs> level you know might as well i think that'd be fun kind of you know to do too as a group so. right, actually yeah, one other thing to mention with diablo 3 a, a neat feature that they put in i th- want to say it was maybe two seasons ago uh they have what they call challenge rifts and essentially what it is is just so they have the 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 greater rifts which is kind of you know running through a um a randomized dungeon uh in a certain amount of time with you know, with you know, with randomized creatures in it, and so each week they, uh, I guess they log every greater rift that goes through, um, and so each week they choose a randomized uh, person's run, oh, and they, yeah. they snapshot that person's gear yeah. set and their you know and their uh, their skill you know their skill loadout, and you know then they 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 snapshot the exact rift that they ran through and what how much time it took. And so your challenge for the week is to try to, to beat their time uh, with what with exactly what they had and what they had to run because you know with the the leaderboards it's you know people that are chasing at the top sometimes it's just a matter of you get 
you know, you get lucky and you get that great rift that you right. have, you know, the unit density where, you, you know, you have the right type of, you know, creatures that are together and, the, you know, the right pylons and all that, that you yeah. get. It makes it so much easier. So for this, it's like, no, it's not randomized. You have this. You, it's just how well you play the build. Um, and so this week, it's a, <laughs> it's a really unoptimized demon hunter. Uh, there's like no set pieces in there. He's still got like three pieces of rare gear and, uh, it was driving me crazy because, like I said, I don't like the Demon Hunter, but I did spend probably about two hours, I guess, uh, wow. attempting it over and over um, until I finally, I finally did beat it. You know, by like three seconds, I got like six minutes and forty-two seconds versus his That's six crazy. minutes and forty-five. So it, it gives you some, you know, some of the the items that you use to, you know, to advance your character. Um, so it it's one of those, it's a it's a neat little thing just to have the the challenge rifts just to just right. to see. Well, Give you something cool. to do so you don't get bored. Yeah, I think that would be great. I think that'd be that'd be cool to. I mean, if you if you really are a diehard Diablo person and you're looking for that next challenge, I I can see why they do stuff like that. And I remember reporting on that too because I I've done like I'm a freaking like <laughs> I've done a lot of Blizzard podcasts, so I do remember reporting on on at least that that sector because they would spotlight a new player and how they did stuff and. I just, I'm not that person to be like, I gotta beat that person, you know, like, I gotta do it. Like, I'm like, ah, okay, sarah, sarah. But I can see where it would be present a challenge to people who value challenges. Like yeah, that. well, for me, it's not a matter of I want to try to beat that person, it's I want the reward. Right, yeah, you want the other, it, it, yeah. There are people that, that get really uh, focused on wanting to see if they can replicate what that person did. And I could see. I could see that. But you also got your VR. Uh, yes, thing I, this, I yes. finally took I finally took the plunge, uh decided to go the VR route. Um my one buddy, um he's had uh an Oculus Rift for, you know, pretty much since they came out. Um and so I had tried it at his uh, at his place a couple years back and uh-huh. it seemed cool, but it was one of those things too that's like, "Oh, it's you know, it's a few hundred dollars, you know, to, to buy. So I, you know, I was like, do I really need this? Is it just another gimmick and all that? And, uh, so I had been holding off for a long time. And what finally, I think, you know, made me decide to do it was when I started playing Subnautica about maybe about a month ago at this point. Uh-huh. Um, and then remembering that he was telling me that he was playing Subnautica in his VR and it was so cool. And I'm like, Ah, this game is pretty cool here. You know, Subnautica is fun. And I can see that this game would just be pretty awesome in VR. So I was looking and I was asking, you know, which one should should I get? Should I get the Oculus Rift? Should I get the, you know, the Vive from, you know, from HTC, which, you know, really t- pairs up with Steam. And, you know, he you know, he told me, he's like, you know, I, you know, I love my, my Rift, but, you know, honestly, if I had to do it again at this point with everything out, he would, you know, he said he would have went with the Vive. So I'm like, you know what? It's a little more expensive, but, you know, I I think I might do it, and then uh, you know the it it fit the budget, so uh, so I I ordered it, and it came in on Wednesday. Um, I didn't get much chance to mess it on Wednesday. Um, I didn't even get it, you know, I wasn't even able to get it hooked up. Yesterday I was working on hooking it up uh, before our podcast, and so I didn't get to play with it then either. Um, I finally got it hooked up after the podcast, but um, I didn't get to play it. Uh, you know, because I it was it was too late, and I uh, didn't want to get into something and stay up, you know, way super late like I always do anyway. But um, 
it also came with Fallout 4 VR, so I started that downloading. So now oh, have... that'd be neat in VR. Yeah, that's what I figured too. Terrifying. Ooh, this is going to be a cool Terrifying one Terrifying is <laughs> So uh, I still haven't played it because even tonight uh, I was, you know, by the time I finally was able to get on my computer because, you know, I kind of sometimes have to share it with, with the family. Um, when my daughter has her, her friend over, they'd like to play games together. So, you know, they usually... They'll have the laptop and one of the desktops, you know, together. So sometimes it takes a while before I can, you know, I just want to kick them off, you know, right away. So I didn't want to get into it yet, um, but I'm probably going to put the set on after here and play one of the two games. I'm not sure which one yet, whether it's going to be Subnautica or, or Fallout. Um, I'm somewhat familiar with Fallout because I had I had played Fallout 4 when it came out, but I didn't beat it. So, um, so that one, you know, might be... Uh, it'll probably be easier than if I had just started off with Fallout without it. Um, whereas with Subnautica, like so I'm partway through, I might just start it. You know, start a new map with Subnautica uh, mm-hmm. just to start at the beginning and do the whole thing in VR. Um, that's probably what I'll end up doing with it. But uh, as I play around with it more, uh, I'll be talking about that during you know, during the Cross Realm cast here, um, as well as what any other games that I pick up. I've been trying to look up lists of. What are some of the, the great games to play? And uh, I'm trying to, you know, hooking them up on my, my Steam wish list and trying to decide which ones to buy because, you know, a lot of them are, you know, 10, 15 bucks, which isn't huge, but, you know, I don't want to keep dropping that on games I don't like. And I know there's a few there's a few lists that I saw that you know, had some real cheap or some free ones um, that, you know, I'll probably start off and check some, one, some of those out. One of them I saw, I forget what it's called, but it's something like Chair in a Room. Chair in set, a room. Yeah, like, it's something like chair. That sounds in a room. like a luminin game, right and there. He... It, from the description <laughs> I read, it sounds like you're you're essentially your experience is you're sitting in a chair in a dark room and you're oh god you're, you're like hearing things going on. And is that the one like, with the flashlight? That it might be, be weird. And oh, it sounds like it's kind it's of like, like an just ASMR one of those kind of horror type. VR. You know, you, you can't really. I don't think you can really do anything about what you're hearing or imagining or seeing so and i think it's a free I one so i see i find it again um so something like that you know just to just to try it out yeah i know uh you have the vibe which i congratulate you i clap for you sir good job um i know that i have that and uh yogi has that yogi might also have the playstation vr but i'm not sure i'm convinced yogi has everything that's what i yeah. <laughs> He uh, has yeah. everything, but no time to play any of it. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, a big suggestion on the games is definitely go over to the VR channel and Discord and ask, because if I haven't poked around with it, I, I'm guarantee he has. Um, the games are kind of like a... It's like flipping a coin. Either it's going to be a pretty great game, or it's going to be absolute garbage. There's not, there's no in-between. Not like a, eh, it's okay. That's not like a thing on VR games. Um, like... I downloaded most of the ones I have are free. There are a lot of free ones. There's a service you can subscribe to. It's called uh, uh, Vive. Gosh, what is that called? Viveport, I think. It's a monthly service. It's kind of like Netflix or Gamefly. You subscribe to it and you get five games a month you can download and play unlimited. Okay, yeah, I did get a two-month Viveport with my purchase as well, so Mm -hmm. I just haven't played with it yet. Yeah, I signed up for that. I ended up not really using it. Um, And just a suggestion... After the podcast tonight, fire that puppy up and get in. I guarantee you won't stay in for probably more than an hour or so. Um, it's it's physically exhausting, depending on which game you're playing specifically, especially if you have the full room set up running versus just the, the seated version. 
you would be amazed. Like you will sweat. I guarantee it. It is a workout. Even if Where you're not really. What game is that? Any any of the oh, games that are in VR? for like the room setup where you're actually oh. moving around. It is. Yeah, so I do have it set up currently for just the you know the sitting setup. Um, I do have I think the room in my room here uh, that I could do the, the full room, but I I figure I'll I'll get to that later. Um, I also uh, I got the what the the audio adapter part too. And I dropped uh-huh. the extra hundred bucks for that mainly because the reviews I was looking at people were saying that you know even you know. Even if the audio wasn't added in there, the extra support that it adds because uh, the the default it just comes with that that one you know the the flexible you know, bungee cordy strap, and they said that it would put a lot of stress on their kind of face from just the weight of the mask. Whereas this, it's uh, kind of a harder molded plastic and it has a, a crank on the back where you can actually tighten the stuff up. And all the reviews I was reading were saying that it's worth it just to make you know the experience on your head feel better, you know, and take some of that, that weight off. So I don't huh. know if you have that set up either, but um I do when not. I put it on it definitely felt pretty nice for that. Have you tried it without with just the standard? I I'm not even sure what you're talking about, but I have had no no problems with it. I haven't tried it without it. I just put it on there right when I got it because I right. dropped the money. My the biggest problem I have with mine is the glasses. I wear my glasses inside of it. Which oh, seldom yeah. causes issues while you're playing, but when you go to take it off Either the glasses fall off, or you've got like these indents in your head right. <laughs> where the glasses are pushed into you. You know, um, that bit of an issue. But you know, I can throw contacts in if I really want to. It's it is a great system. Um, Raw data is a game I really do suggest. It's a uh, and really set up the full room. Ex- I mean, it's so much better than when you're seated. Seating, seated. Um, <laughs> one of those. Man, one of, yeah. Pick, take your pick. One of them sitting words. <laughs> But uh, well, full room. wait until I can get one of those floating chairs like a JP oh, and a Grandma. Oh, <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. Uh, yeah. yeah, that's cool. Well, I mean, the full room experience, especially in the game like Raw Data, whereas one of the characters you're playing uh, is working with swords, you're up and you're just uh, another big thing. Check your ceiling height. I've oh, jumped. I don't know how many points. times about put my hand through the ceiling. <laughs> Right. It's it's one of those things. You put your hand straight up. You're standing there. Oh, I've got about three inches of clearance. I'm good. Right. Well, you, when you get into these games, and I've heard Prometheus say this, I'm, that world oh, becomes it becomes the world you're in. I couldn't tell you how many I times would lose my mind. I don't think I'm cut out for VR. Yeah. Well, no. Yeah, I mean, even just sitting in the you know in the hub and like you know you can sit there and you can kind of mess with some of the the stuff you have in the in the you know you're sitting there in that room and you, you have your window and you can mess with it and i put like gotham city and you just look out there and you see gotham city sitting out there wow like, you know so insane as well as you, you know they have different little uh i don't know what what they're called environments i think they're called where yeah you uh, change you can go into them and one of them is the uh the the great owls room from uh secret of nim and you go in there and you have that that 3D immersive VR experience and it is the really great cool. owls looking right there in your face and you can warp around and you're getting you know behind Mrs. Frisbee in front of her and it it's it's really amazing. I'm, I'm just <laughs> the little bit I played with it, it's just crazy. Yep. But I, I could not tell you how many times and it doesn't matter how cartoony the game is. You could yeah. be you got these giant like tube TV computer guys floating around right. with faces on them, and they're the characters. And you go to lean on the desk that's sitting in front of you, and it's uh-huh. you, f- you fall because there's nothing there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> I couldn't tell like, you. I've done like the cheap person because that's more up my alley. I've done like the um, generic, like the black and white box of Frosted Flakes 
back in the day. I've done that version of VR where you get like the uh-huh. ba- the basic VR thing for your face and you slide your phone into it and you can go to like the Google Play Store and download like free VR games and yeah. you can do like roller coasters or I was in a dinosaur park game where you could like walk up and see, you know, so that that's more my, my style. <laughs> talking about the Google Cardboard? Yeah, it's yeah. kind of similar, but it's just like a plastic... You know, like a headset that you could just slide your your cell phone in. It's yeah. very generic. Very... They've improved it, but it works. Uh, with the, it they've works. improved that with the new Pixel phones. You can get the yeah. Daydream headsets. Uh huh. So I have a I have a Pixel two, and I got the Daydream, and uh, I was pretty impressed compared to the old Google Cardboard uh, for for a phone uh, VR. It was pretty uh-huh. it was pretty neat. Well, that's cool. So you've had experience in VR on your own, and all on your own, right? With yeah. With your Pixel Two, yeah, you tell Falloon he just got a Pixel Two. Yeah, oh, that's right. That's uh, I can't, cool. aff- I can't afford those big, uh, like the Hell vibe. No, right? As much either, as I ma'am. want to, uh, I yeah, don't think I get any uh, acceptance from the wife on that I one. I hear but... you. And I am the wife. <laughs> 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 but the daydream, <laughs> the daydream, I was able to convince her to get me that for my Christmas gifts, and uh, yeah, um, yeah, it's for what it is. It's pretty neat. There's, a, there's. A, a game called um, Eclipse on uh, Daydream, which it actually gave me a vertigo. It was uh, oh wow, uh, so yeah. intense. So yeah, it's there's some pretty good stuff that can run on the Pixel uh, with Daydream. So, well, Lumen, have cool. you looked at Item Three Five Nine yet? Because that was one that uh, I was seeing when I went out to Viveport, and it looks like it's a survival game with dinos. I'm wondering, like. How much oh, it kind gosh. of matches maybe the arc. So like thing. you, it's not necessarily something that you just walk around and look. You could actually like, do stuff in these games. Oh, oh, the controllers are amazing. Like oh, once see, you get I'm a just, feel for yeah. them, you can pick <laughs> stuff up. That. You swing That's the sword, so cool. you actually feel the blade like whistling That's through the neat. air. It yeah, is so, incredible. Yeah, so I, I, you know, I, I'm looking at this game and it. It seems like it could be interesting, and so here's the description for three out in three five nine. Uh, it's an early access virtual reality action game, action survival game for the HTC Vive. Players will use the guns, melee weapons, upgrades, explosives, and other tools found on the island to survive for as long as they can against hordes of dinosaurs as they explore the increasingly dangerous island. You're a mercenary, and the money's no good if you're dead. So if you're going to get back to the chopper for an extraction, you, if you want bragging rights in a fat bank account, bank account. Uh, goes a little more, but then features it talks about is you know virtual reality shooter, unique sprint mechanic for player movement, uh, expansive level, realistic weapons, loot drops, throwable melee weapons, and explosives, upgradable weapons and character stats, intelligent dinos, incredible jungle presence, chopper rides, and climbable ladders. So yeah, it it sounds like a lot. You know, like could be kind of similar arc. Like their newest patch they put out, they added the Triceratops, the Stegosaur, and the legendary T Rex. It's closing time. You don't have to go home, but you can stay here. But hey, it's last call. Time to close down the show. Share. Share how our listeners can get a hold of you. If you have any YouTube channels or your Twitter accounts or whatever, you can put that in the show notes. Um, we want to give it out any sh- any shout outs to anyone. So um, I will get us started. Uh, shout outs to Provoke, who we figured out, I thought may or may not be a dad right now, but he's not. What did you say, Cyber? They're not due till Tuesday. He said his wife's due on Tuesday. Oh, okay. uh, but I checked with him tonight before the show started and he said no baby yet. So. Okay, 
So congratulations ahead of time, Provoke. By the time you listen to this, you might be a dad. And uh, you can join us in the things we do and play at CrossRealmRebellion.com. We play a lot of different games. We podcast together and we have a Discord where we poke each other all day long with gifts and we, and we talk check about it stuff. over 80 times a day just to yeah. see if anybody said anything. We share what we're eating and what we're listening to and what we're playing and what we're watching and what we're reading. And if you have technological issues, we even talk to each other about that. <laughs> so- oh, yeah. And the number of times we check each other is, you know, of course, it is synced through UTC. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> don't even. Don't oh, even. Man. Here we go. So, and I also included um, where you can download the Anchor app in iTunes or in your Google Play Store. You just make an account. It'll act like you're a, a podcaster, but you don't have to. But you can actually leave us voice messages for the show on that, and we can add them into the show. So that's cool. And I have a would you rather for the group. Are you calling Chuck Norris a liar? Would you rather? <laughs> oh, it's a humdinger. Oh, wow. Would you rather? Holy what? Ding. Oh my god. Oh my god, that would be so weird. No, let's not go there. Why did I ask this? Oh would my goodness, rather, no. Would you sorry. rather? Would you rather? Bing. Would you rather have to announce to everyone around you whenever you have to fart, or would you rather pee your pants daily? Wait, you so, mean I don't have to announce to everybody right now? No, you, no, Luminin, so what's your choice? Would you rather have to announce every time you have to fart all the time, 24-7, or just... You know, you just know randomly you're going to piss yourself and you're just going to do it. So what's your choice? Uh, I would totally announce. Like, do you have to like you have to announce broadcast it like, it like you I were screaming this to... Oh gosh. Uh, yeah, I'd still, I'd still go with that, I think. You think you'd want to yell out? Just like, never could eat any say. beans. Tell me or... what you'd say. Incoming! <laughs> <laughs> I don't work. know. Yeah, work. I think. They get the idea after a few yeah. times. <laughs> How about you, Big Blue? What's your choice? Well, this one's kind of easy for me because I already announced when I'm ripping ass, <laughs> so <laughs> I want to be polite. I don't want you to smell like it if you don't want to. Seven, though. Like, if you're in the store, you have to you have to announce that. Like, do you do that already? Oh, I'll be loudspeaker in that crap, Oh, see? No shame in your fart game. That's for sure. Well, there you go. How about you, Cricket? What's your choice? Well, considering that I work around a bunch of military people all day, that you know, that won't be an issue. Um, I would probably, you know, probably something like shots fired or shots over because we used to do that back when, I, back when I was in the uh, in the Marines. We did that anyway. It would always be, you know, oh, gosh. you know, shots fired and uh, you know, or, or rounds out. And, and you're uh, just cut loose. So yeah, I I wouldn't have a problem with that at all. All right. How about you, Cyber? It's duck season. Duck season. <laughs> I is that a Canadian terminology that I'm unaware of, <laughs> or a guy term? Well, I, I think it's also kind of a reference to the uh, Caddyshack. Did somebody sit on a duck? Did somebody sit on? So what? So um, and Esme, are you are yay on the farting announcement? Uh, or yay no? on the I'm, farting because you know farting. ducks farting. Yeah. Oh, okay. Duck season. You have okay. to remember, Esme, we're, we're guys. You know, farting I was is a say, part of I, our nature. Yeah, see, I, I chose this would you rather very poorly then, didn't I? Um, <laughs> how about you, Goon? What's your choice? Goon? Uh, he says he, he froze up. up. Oh, that's too bad. Um, uh, I'm too I afraid to give an answer. Pants. I'm going to answer for him. We all know that Goon is never too afraid. Too afraid. Oh, it looks like it dropped him. He should be back. No, I'm sure um, he just jumped out. Hmm. I'm thinking I would almost rather announce every time I have to fart to just because I wouldn't want to just randomly piss myself. Just because I could be like out and about. I could, <laughs> I could do it like nonchalantly, like, you know, woo! You know, <laughs> or something. I don't know. 
Happy dance. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> in all honesty, and if you pee yourself, it's hard to hide because it's. I think it's anyway. hard to hide if you pee yourself. I guess that. I guess that that brings a you know that brings a question is, is it would it be better or worse to piss yourself as a guy or a girl? I think it would almost be the same. I think. Wait, it might be easier because for us girls, to explain it away. I, I would think. Be like, know, oh, maybe, I've had twelve children. I just hidden. pissed myself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Well, See, I, I'm not going to try and sound sexist, so it's going to sound sexist. But That's I okay. mean, women sneeze and pee themselves. So I don't though. I think it, it depends on how. I don't know. <laughs> okay, and let me just say this: I've if I, if my stories. wife. If I was, you know, married and me and the wife had twelve kids, I could probably use that same excuse. Twelve kids? Oh 12, my gosh! Yeah. yeah, twelve kids. I would just be randomly farting and pissing myself. Exactly. I think you would lose like all control over your nether regions at that point. Yeah. I'd just have like a nervous twitch, you know, just sitting. Oh, the you would have a nervous twitch. <laughs> Any loud sounds? I start screaming. You go to your room. <laughs> How about you, goon? Welcome back, goon. So, what's your choice? Would you rather have to announce every time you farted, or just randomly piss yourself throughout the day? Well, normally I'm just a crop duster, so... You are a uh, crop duster, but you have to announce your crop duster. Yeah, now I have to announce. I'd take the announcement. Would you? You wouldn't wear no depends? It just soak it up? No, I just... I would, you know, announce it, stand behind a fan, and let it go. Oh, goodness. That's what's up. <laughs> That's factory life. You'd be like, Santa Claus has arrived! And, like, stand in front of a fan. <laughs> and just deliver it to everyone in your department. Oh, you just have to make sure to, you know, to announce to everybody, you know, be nice and quiet. You have an announcement to make. <laughs> I think, yeah, that's, that's what we all look at then. You know the beauty of it? Even if you whisper, that's still considered an announcement, right? Hmm. Nope, there goes the mod. See, that's what was, the my volume was. That's true. So um, those are my shout-outs and my last calls. Does anybody have anything they want to add before we wrap it up? Well, we seem to have failed at the hour, well, and, or we even the hour and a half. Well, we didn't until but... later, because Fo, we didn't know if he was recording with us. But, so... but I, I think, you know, it, we still got much less than, you know, the three to four hours that we've been known for with some of yeah. our podcasts. Yeah, I think we're doing a lot better with that. <laughs> but hey, this is a new RSS feed, so a lot of our listeners, they don't know any of our backstories. So. <laughs> but so they this will is find all... us. This is all not applicable right here, right? All this stuff right here. Where this is our first time on this new, this new thing right here. <laughs> well, for Gotta now, but blow up on Twitter, going on a Podbean and uh, pulling off our, our, our is the old stuff no. still on Podbean? Our, nope, RSS is an R. I ha- I would have to upload it two different places for it to hit a rated arc. I'd have to upload it on the rated arc Podbean for it to hit there. Or I made us a new one that I announced earlier today in Discord. <laughs> Um, that this is where this is going. So was that the so, thing where it showed like you know sixteen uh, Uber bots going through? I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> does anybody have any last calls outside of cricket? I've uh, installed the free version of Diablo, so if anybody Yay! wants to hit me up on uh, the Blizzard launcher, you can add Cyber Judge's oh, uh, friend. Yeah, on cool. Battle.net. Yep. So. Do you have Cyber any Judge, numbers? I'm on there. Typically, we have numbers after it. Let me see. I, uh, Cyber Judge number sign one two two zero. I am Esmeralda Sky number sign one one zero eight. I think. Well, you have to tell us who you are and how you heard from us, or else we will not accept you. <laughs> <laughs> that is how do you show. find somebody through here? Like, You're I'm new at this. I'm... We're gonna have to get back. We're gonna have to do this right after we cut the show. We're just gonna drop right. it. 
and we will get you hooked up. <laughs> I have such an Xbox player. Back. I know you. He's totally. We we have uh, kidnapped him um, into the PC gaming world, as well as the sidecar on the Crossroom cast. <laughs> Unofficial wingman. All right. Absolutely. And then we also kidnapped Goon and Luminant. So yep. Thank you guys for joining us tonight. And just to reiterate, you can uh, subscribe to the RSS feed at. It is uh, anchor.fm forward slash cross realm podcast. You can follow the show at cross realm pod on Twitter, and you can email us at cross podcast at gmail.com. And you can join us in all this crap that we've been talking about and all the good stuff we've been talking about um, at cross realm So I think this is a wrap. Bye. All right, bye. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.